today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, Hamilton's Public Health Department yesterday uh, only reported two new cases of COVID-19, which is great news. Uh, obviously, we have to see that continuing uh, before things can really be relaxed, but certainly it is a great start. Uh, a lot of uh, outbreaks have ended. And to talk more about all of this, Paul Johnson is with us, Director of our Emergency Operations Center for the City of Hamilton. And he is with us now. Paul, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well, Scott. Thanks. Uh, when we first talked, Paul, at the beginning of all of this, uh, we were we were talking about the concerns and, and going up the uh, the front side of this curve and such. As we are into week eight, what are your thoughts uh, where you are and where the city is in containing this pandemic? Well, I think what you see at the city and in the province and for the most part across the country is that we've done a good job with these social distancing measures, the isolation measures, all the good work that's going on in the community, in the community to keep cases as low as possible and obviously not overwhelm our healthcare system. You heard our medical officer of health uh, talk about the fact that uh, we're probably past the peak in terms of Hamilton and Ontario, I know today is uh, reporting its lowest percentage increase. So I think those are all the good signs that uh, you are seeing us in this period of, of on the downside of that peak, but we have to keep vigilant. And I think that's why you see the province of Ontario extending those emergency orders uh, through, as you said, the uh, Victoria Day weekend. Uh, what about uh, long-term care facilities and, uh, and seniors' homes and such? How are they fending at this point? So they still consider, they still continue to be in difficult circumstances on a number of fronts. It is just very tough in those congregate settings uh, to keep on top of this virus, and many are doing an exceptional job. And the vast majority of these settings, there aren't cases, there aren't outbreaks, but where there are outbreaks, uh, there continue to be issues of stability of those homes, and we continue to monitor that locally here in Hamilton, and I know the province is very interested in that, but it's all congregate settings. So it's beyond long-term care and retirement homes. It's also our emergency shelter systems, uh, group homes, supportive housing. All of those places are not well set up to deal with infection control. And that's one of the reasons why you see a considerable amount of effort being put into keeping these places safe. We talked earlier in this pandemic, uh, Paul, in regard to what Good Shepherd was doing in, in the expanding of the facilities into First Ontario Centre. What can you tell us more about that as far as an update? Well, thank goodness we did that. Uh, it is up to about 70 people average at night. It started at uh, 50. We knew we could go up to 75, and uh, we've been pretty close to that. And it has allowed us to keep the numbers down and not have an overcapacity situation in the men's system uh, that we would have had without that extra space. And, of course, within First Ontario, there's lots of space to set it up for the physical distancing that's so important. So I, I think it served its purpose, I, recognizing we were dealing with the emergency shelter system that was oversubscribed before this pandemic, and we had to make some quick decisions about how to uh, lower the numbers in each of those physical spaces, and, and we've done that. Can't say enough good things about all the partners that have come together uh, to deliver the service, Good Shepherd and the food services through Carmen's and all, the, all those folks that are helping. And then the people that are working in the rest of the shelter system, our hotels, the isolation shelter. Uh, it is working well, 
and we were buoyed a bit by the research type project that happened that showed after a, uh, several hundred tests uh, within our within our homeless population, uh, there weren't positive cases. It doesn't mean we haven't had them. We've talked about it on this show that we have had uh, now two people that have mm. had to go to the isolation shelter from uh, from a, ho- a situation of homeless. But uh, the good news is, is that we're not seeing widespread outbreaks and we're not seeing widespread number of positive cases. So are, we've heard about, we've talked about leveling the curve and coming around the top and going down the backside. Can we say the same for these shelters? Are, are they seeing the leveling off as well? So in terms of the shelters, uh, we haven't seen a big increase ever, so we want to keep it where it is. I think in most congregate settings, uh, we're getting a better handle on them, although there still are outbreaks here, here and there. And I think that uh, as those stabilize, we're going to move into some of those phases that the province has talked about in terms of a slow and steady reopening of some services uh, within communities. And those are both municipal services, uh, community services, as well as uh, certain businesses. And you saw just a smidge of that happen on Monday with some additional businesses being able to provide uh, services in, in modified ways. Uh, as you mentioned, the Emergency Measures Act uh, continued until past the long weekend. What will the long weekend look like in Hamilton? Well, the long weekend is going to look like every other weekend right now. Uh, the so it's going to look a lot like what Easter did. It, it is, and it's going to be, and you know, we've got a weekend coming up that's Mother's Day. Lots of people uh, would yep. traditionally be getting together. Mother's Day is going to be different the same way Easter was different, uh, the same way a lot of things have been different. And it's going to continue that way. And our traditional first long weekend of what we hope is good weather is also going to be different. And most of the places that people would get out if it's nice weather, uh, they're going to remain closed in terms of the amenities. Our parks will be open for people to walk through, but that's about it. You can't gather, get, not getting together with friends. Uh, you're not going to be able to have those parties. And in Hamilton, we're not... Uh, allowing the sale uh, or the public display of fireworks uh, through that weekend as well. It's all those things that might drive people to come together. Uh, We want to stop that right now. And I think as we inch towards what stage one and stage two and stage three ultimately looks like as reopening in this province, we need to remind people that right now the message hasn't changed. Stay home, go out only when it's essential to do so. And if you are getting out to enjoy some fresh air, uh, do that locally. And if you are visiting an area that's a park or whatever, walk through it, uh, walk your dog through it, let the kids run around in it. That's perfectly fine. But it's not a picnic area. Uh, and please don't use any of the amenities that are in there. Uh, you talked about fireworks, which is obviously common over the uh, the long weekend in May. Uh, obviously, no uh, civic fireworks or public displays because, as you mentioned, there are places where people would gather. That being said, what about people who are setting off their own? What's the situation there? Anything on that? Well, they won't be able to purchase them because we've uh, directed the fire chief not to issue permits for the sale of fireworks. I understand people may have their own. And uh, next week, going to council is going to be a proposed bylaw that would uh, seek to limit any discharge of fireworks. Uh, We obviously want to keep people safe. And some of the ways people keep safe is, you know, to open those or let them off in larger areas, neighborhood areas and, you know, on streets and things. And we just can't have it. It drives people to come together. 
And the other piece is we just want to keep everybody safe and not have any accidents and fires potentially from it. Uh, we'll get back to a situation at some point where we can have those firework displays and all those wonderful celebrations. But across Victoria Day weekend and Canada Day weekend or Canada Day uh, uh, time, uh, we're not going to have fireworks in, in this community. And I think there's a, a fire ban in rural areas uh, anyway, so I'm sure somehow there's there's a conflict uh, uh, there. Uh, do you think by the time the long weekend rolls around that everybody will get that message? Because some have been hopeful that uh, things may relax a little bit by the time the long weekend rolls around. But you've made it very clear, Paul, here today that this is very much like what Mother's Day is going to be like, very much like what Easter was like. Uh, there isn't going to be a lot of immediate change at this point. The long weekend is is like last weekend was. Yeah, well, we got a pretty firm indication when the emergency order was extended beyond that weekend. So I, I think if it yeah. had been prior to that weekend, you might have suggested, or it might have suggested that something was going to happen. It doesn't look that way. So I think people have to be respectful of where we are in terms of the curve. We're in the better part of the curve than we were four or five weeks ago, but we're not there yet. And there's a series of things that have to happen in terms of local capacity in hospitals, local capacity around public health, and just the general state of cases across the province before we're going to start seeing some of this reopening. And the Premier's been very clear about that. Uh, we've been very clear locally. So I, we're, we're getting closer. You can tell. I mean, if we weren't in a good space you wouldn't see some of these uh, announcements that were made about businesses that could open on Monday yeah. uh, and some of those things. So I, I think we have to take some solace in the fact that we're moving along and you just need to look at the cases and where we are to say that these things have worked. The other reason we need some time is that people have to develop the, the protocols and, the, and, and make any physical adjustments that are going to be necessary for when things do start to start up again. Uh, it's not going to be the same as it was before we close things down. And you just need to look at supermarkets and pharmacies and other things that have kept going. Uh, we're running businesses and we're going to be operating the city in different ways uh, once some of these things are, are released. So uh, we have to do the work as a city and businesses will have to do some work to get ready. And that's going to take a bit of time. Uh, obviously, we're going to wait to hear from the uh, Premier of Ontario coming up uh, at one o'clock with his daily uh, media conference and such. But any and you pretty much explained this in a sense, Paul, but uh, any idea why this was the Emergency Measures Act was extended? And and I'm presuming it's because, as you just mentioned, we're just you know, we're just not there yet. We're seeing the decline, but there's still the odd spike. So uh, until we get that consistent uh, well, that consistent criteria that they're looking for, it's going to be care and caution. It is. I mean, there's a, the reality that they can extend it in two-week blocks um, uh, by order by the Premier. So I, I think we've seen this a couple of times already, and we'll continue to see the Premier and his advisors look and see how much longer do we need to extend these things. But they would have ended today. So closures would have been over and things like that. And clearly there was no yeah. uh, sense that we were there today. And I think that there just needs to be a bit more time. But I, you, you, can only, you only need to listen to the Premier. And he is clearly very concerned about congregate settings, long-term care, retirement homes, those types of places. Wants to have a bit more confidence that we're there. 
testing, public health capacity, hospital capacity. Uh, you know, he wants to know that that's ready too. And I think that that's exactly the same way we would look at it locally. And, and that's good, some good news. But clearly there's more optimism uh, around moving towards that first stage of work at the pr- at province than it was, you know, three, four weeks ago. So uh, in our last minute here, uh, Paul, what would you say to Hamiltonians is we're getting ready to head into a Mother's Day weekend? Uh, we, we know it's going to be different. Uh, certainly that's tough. Find creative ways to, to celebrate Mother's Day, to celebrate being a mother. I will be doing that too uh, with my mom. And there's lots of great ways to do that virtually. Uh, there are other ways to, to go about it. Remain connected. This is not about being disconnected. It's just about connecting in different ways. And uh, I do wish all the mothers out there in this community, if we don't get a chance to talk again before the weekend, Scott, I want to wish them a happy Mother's Day. Paul Johnson has been with us, Director of our Emergency Operations Centre, City of Hamilton. Good news, yes, yes, uh, we see the light at the tunnel, but just still not there yet. Paul, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. And again, please pass along our kudos to everybody at the city and everybody that's uh, working so hard to keep us all safe. Thank you very much. I will, Scott. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.